With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. Andrew Downs with you here on a beautiful Sunday afternoon, made even more beautiful by the fact that Iowa just got its signature win, its best win of the season, the win that we all knew Iowa needed to get. Uh, coming into this week, felt like they needed to split with Michigan and Ohio State. Uh, and when they were you know, really outclassed by Michigan, it felt dire at times, right? It's, it's funny how this fan base... And you know I'm I'm a part of it. Uh, the emotions swing drastically depending on how this team plays. Uh, so it's good to feel good today. Um, feels like that was a blip against Michigan. Maybe Michigan is a really really good team, um, and any other t- and 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 so is Iowa apparently right. Iowa obviously a very very good team, not elite maybe, but uh, good enough to put a whooping on. An Ohio State team that you know beat Iowa and Iowa City and and had won seven in a row before coming into this week where they had a rough week and will probably fall out of the top ten now and then fall off that one line in uh, bracketology for sure. But uh, make no mistake about it, this is a good Ohio State team that Iowa just beat on the road. That's a huge, huge win for the Hawkeyes. Just can't overstate what this means. Um, you know Iowa now. I think two wins away from a two seed in the NCAA tournament. You beat Nebraska and Wisconsin this week. You go two and zero this week, and you're a two seed in the tournament, and that's a huge thing to be for a lot of reasons. You avoid those one seeds for a while. You avoid, uh, you know, a high seed in on that first weekend, and you feel like you have a really, really good chance to make a Sweet 16. Something we all, as we all know, the Hawkeyes haven't done uh, since last century. On top of that, it feels good to be third in the Big Ten right now. You're securely in third in the standings. You're just half a game ahead of Purdue and now Ohio State. But that double bye in the Big Ten tournament is a, a big goal for, for the Hawkeyes and, and should be and is now more than achievable, right? Now almost expected. You you win these two games and you get that. You get that double bye and, hell, if you're the two or three seed, you're the three seed maybe here. Um, you avoid Michigan until the championship game. I'd much rather play Illinois or this Ohio State team, or Purdue for that matter, uh, in on Saturday in the semifinals than try to face Michigan again. But if I was playing the way they played today, uh, watch out. Didn't score as, as many points as they normally do, but held a very good just 57 points. Iowa played great defense today. Outside of going to the zone early in the second half and letting Ohio State really kind of get back into the game, um, Iowa played great defense. And, and a lot of that was played by guys on the bench, 
or off the bench, mainly Joe Toussaint, Keegan Murray, who both had really good games. And we'll get to those guys in, in a moment, but we should probably start with just talking about Luca Garza and, and everything he does and has does and continues has done and continues to do for this team. 24 points, 11 rebounds for Luca today. Uh, 10 of 16 from the field, 2 of 3 from three-point land, 2 of 3 from the line. And he, you could tell right from the beginning, he, he needed to make an impact in this game. He took that loss against Michigan hard. You can see it in the post game. Um, and, and there were a lot of questions then coming into this game, not just about kind of where he's been and, and what he's been doing, but what's it going to be like without Jack Nungy coming in to, to spell him? You know, obviously this is the first game without Jack Nungy this season, who's out for the season now. Um, and so there were some questions about what that's, what that's going to do for Luca Garza and who's going to step up off the bench. We found out who's going to step up off the bench, and it was both Toussaint and Keegan Murray. Patrick McCaffrey had a, a decent game as well. Things need to slow down for him a little bit. He's still, he moves around enough, and he, he gets good looks. It's still just a little fast for him. So he's going to be really good at some point and had a couple of nice plays today as well. But that, that bench to step up and replace Jack Nungy's minutes, many of which were huge, and he had just had the game of his life against Ohio State in Iowa City a couple of weeks ago. So uh, good to kind of see that Iowa can go out and beat a quality team, really run them off their own floor without a Jack Nungy. Makes you feel a little bit better about the way March is going to unfold for this team. Joe Wieskamp, another great game. Good to see him get back after a couple of not great games. Um, you know, he had had that streak. And then didn't play great against Penn State and didn't play great against Michigan, but played well again today. Five of nine from three points, aggressive all game. Seven of 13 from the field. Six rebounds, a couple of assists, and, and 19 points ultimately for Joe Wieskamp. Some of them just huge. C.J. Frederick, uh, a little off offensively, but took took some shots and, and got some good looks. Made a couple of big shots. Uh, hit a three, had five points, but um, just good minutes from, from C.J. And again, even if he's not filling up the, the, the bucket, you just like how this team flows when he's out there. They, they just feel like a more complete team in all areas. And, and obviously defensively, he's very good as well. Jordan Bohannon. Eight points, three of eight from the field, two of five from three, four rebounds, uh, five assists, just one turnover for Jabo. Did can't believe I haven't even mentioned this yet. I'm sorry to Jordan Bohannon for that. He deserves more than this. Did break Jeff Horner's record for Iowa basketball history. That's incredible. What a, what a cool um, milestone for him. What a great uh, you know. It says a lot about you know how he has played and. Just his consistency over four plus years now, uh, really cool for him. Happy for him, proud of him. He did have five assists, needed three to get that record, uh, and then hit a couple of big shots late. Uh, that dagger three had another nice, you know, two point shot late in the game to kind of keep that lead extended. Because I think you know we were all gripping a little bit with a few minutes left. You're thinking, okay, just don't let this kind of because Ohio State's a good team and they could get back in it quickly. Iowa didn't let it happen, and a big part of that was Jordan Bohannon hitting some some really big shots. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Looking at the team stats quickly, and, and the first thing that jumps out of you, Iowa just five turnovers. And that's where, again, Iowa needs to be, I think, nine, right around nine is their season average. Five is a, a fantastic number. 13 turnovers for Ohio State, and part of that was Iowa just playing really, really good defense. Iowa also didn't allow a lot of offensive rebounds. Very few. Two offensive rebounds is what Ohio State got. That's huge. In games that Iowa has lost, or been close in. They've given up a lot of offensive rebounds and a lot of second chance points. That wasn't the case today. So that was really good to see as well. I would just uh, five of nine from the field or from the free throw line rather. And uh, Ohio state just six to 10, not a lot of fouls called could have been more fouls called <laughs> if we're being honest, uh, but 10 threes for the Hawkeyes, 10 to 24 for a 41% uh, clip there and 19 assists on 29 made baskets. That's a huge number. That's a great number. That's what you love to see. Ohio State just eight assists on 23 made baskets. Again, that's that's kind of Ohio State's line, team stat line, is is what you see in games where Iowa loses. Uh, not enough assists, too many turnovers, uh, shooting too high a volume of threes and, and not making them. That's what Ohio State did tonight, and that's why I was able to come away with, again, just a, a monstrous win. Um Huge for for a lot of reasons. Has to feel good. I'm excited to see what the uh, like the post game press conferences and things are like because it's got to be pretty joyous. Now, after how rough it was Thursday night to come back, go on the road and get this win, really beat down Ohio State and kind of reannounce yourself as a, a top level team. I expect Iowa will still be in the top ten now, and Luca Garza has more than solidified his case as national player of the year he is going to win that award he should win that award and over the last couple of games any question about whether or not he would win that award I think has completely dissipated so now looking ahead a little bit we've got Nebraska Thursday night it's an eight o'clock tip uh that's a must win game it's home Nebraska's not a very good team although they've been you know a little feistier as of late but that's a team that's played a lot of games uh, in a short amount of time. That's a, a game that Iowa just can't have any sort of a letdown. Let's see. Nebraska beat Minnesota last night, uh, but had lost a bunch in a row before that. Um, they played Monday home against Rutgers before the Thursday game at Iowa. So uh, Iowa has a little more rest than Nebraska and has more talent than Nebraska really uh, should win that game, needs to win that game. And then it comes down to the Wisconsin game at home. You got Wisconsin Sunday. I think that's an 11.30 a.m. tip Sunday morning. Um, and that's that's a big game. That's going to be it. That's going to determine whether I was a top four seed in the Big Ten tournament. And again, I think if Iowa goes 2-0 and this week, even though they're not playing any highly ranked teams, I think that's all they will need to do to secure a two seed in the NCAA tournament, you know, even going into the big 10 tournament and, and losing a game. I think that the big 10 tournament games are, are weighted less than these regular season games. 
And I think at this point, Iowa will have put a resume together that is worthy of a two seed. You know, Villanova losing to Butler today helps. Ohio State losing third in a row helps Iowa on this, you know, in these discussions. So there's a lot that can happen around them and in front of them. But I think Iowa is in the position now to kind of control its own destiny. You win these two games, you get a win on Friday in the Big Ten tournament. Um, you're a two seed, even if you lose. You could probably lose that Friday game, depending on who it's to and, and what it looks like uh, and what happens around them and, and still be a two seed. So that would be just wonderful. I mean, the highest seed I was had in a few decades. I'm not sure when the last time they were better than a, a three. I know they were a three and 06 when they were upset by Northwestern State. I think they were a three and 87 when they got to the Elite Eight. Um, so I'm not sure when the last time I was was a two seed or or better, but you know, sure lining up to be um, the type of season I think we all hoped it would be. Maybe not the loftiest of expectations will be met. I'm not sure still that this is a national championship type team, but I do think this is an elite eight type team. And if they get the right draw and, and get it, you know, play well in the in the tournament, they're going to be good. That was a fun game, man. That was a lot of fun to watch this team kind of break out of that funk against Michigan and really just uh, put it all together. It was so much fun to see Joe Toussaint playing hard on on defense and then you know dishing the ball. He's got such a good connection with Patrick McCaffrey. Uh, there was that great transition bucket from uh, pass from Wieskamp to Keegan on, on a layup. That was so much fun. Just you know, Wieskamp hitting that three. And like you know, hitting his head with the three, you don't see a lot of uh, outward displays of emotion from Joe Wieskamp, so that was fun. Just a really, really good Sunday afternoon on the basketball floor for this Hawkeye team, and it kind of resets things. And this, as we head into March, resets things to it's all still out there for this team. And so you know, take care of business these next couple of games, uh, and we'll see where where things land for the Big Ten tournament. You have to feel good about this one, though. Uh, a great win, a really fun day, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll have it covered from all angles. John Bonencamp, Rick Brown, of course, Rob Howe leads our coverage, and we'll continue to do so. And uh, we will be talking to you again this week at some point, talking uh, Iowa-Nebraska and the uh, Big Ten Wrestling Tournament's coming up. So we'll, uh, we'll get Cody Goodwin back at some point and discuss that. That's all ahead. I hope you enjoy your Sunday evening or your Monday morning whenever you're listening to this. Thank you for listening, and go Hawks.